Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you had a really blessed Christmas week and you managed to find just the right balance between rest and fun because I had such a lovely holiday. I spent time with my people. I did my favorite activities, one of which was cozying up in front of the fireplace and watching reruns of my favorite Christmas movies and shows. I did have a good balance between socializing and decluttering parts of my home. Now, I'm blessed to be here with you starting the new year off together. And the new year is often a time when people tend to make resolutions for what they want to do. And as you think about what's next for you, you might have some disappointment around things that you did not accomplish in 2023. So today I'll be addressing how to deal with that disappointment. And in the next episode, I'll share how you can make some adjustments to help 2024 be even more fulfilling than last year. Hey, sister friend, welcome to the Shades of Trauma Healing Podcast. Do you want to overcome the wounds and impacts of childhood trauma that are holding you back in life? Do you want to get unstuck, begin thriving, and confidently living God's best in all areas? I'm Jenny L, a certified clinical trauma specialist, life coach, trauma thriver, and most of all, a daughter of God living loved and on purpose. In this podcast, I'll share trauma education, healing strategies along with biblical applications and motivational stories to support you in your journey toward trauma healing and thriving. So grab your journal, settle into your favorite spot, and let's begin. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to invite you to connect with me. I've been getting your messages and it has been so encouraging and I'm happy to be able to answer your questions in a more uh, one-on-one setting. And I wanted to remind you that you can join our private Facebook community, Heal Childhood Trauma as Christian Women of Color. It's a safe space where Christian women of all beautiful shades can support and encourage each other as we heal from our childhood trauma. Alternatively, you can also sign up to be a Shades of Trauma Healing Podcast Insider. You can go to subscribepage.io forward slash STH podcast. And as an insider, you'll receive weekly inspirational emails and you'll get first access to podcast developments as they unfold. And once again, the link to sign up is subscribepage.io forward slash STH podcast. You can also email me at support at shadesoftraumahealing.com. So I look forward to connecting with you. Let's get into today's episode. I have not made a New Year's resolutions for a number of years. I still set goals for myself, but the whole idea of the New Year's resolutions felt too pressured. And mind you, a lot of times the pressure was self-induced, but it was pressure nonetheless. Over the years, I found that I lived in a race to get things done by December 31st, and I ended up missing a lot of growth moments along the way because I was so resolution focused. 
And if I did not accomplish what I set out to by the end of the year, then I felt so disappointed. Or if I went off track earlier in the year, after a while, I would just give up and feel like I was failing at my goals. I really didn't like that experience and I decided to stop the resolution practice. I'll share with you what I do instead in the next episode, so be sure to come back again next time. But for today, let's look at how to deal with the disappointment of missed resolutions in preparation for a new way of meeting your personal, professional, or developmental goals for 2024. Having unmet goals does not feel good. And depending on your trauma history, it can cause you to feel like a failure or it can affect your self-esteem, which then affects how you view life. When the self-esteem begins to wane, You show up differently in different areas. Then you have that internal conversation which starts. You know, those little mental gremlins that are quick to suggest you are not good enough or you're not trying hard enough or you will never get to where you want to go. This is a lot of pressure to have and it's a lot to process day by day when you're trying to live life, you're trying to meet your goals. And I've experienced a lot of this until I started shifting how I approached my disappointment around not meeting my resolutions. Well, it's January 1st, 2024, a new year on the calendar, the first weekday, the start of something new. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about 2023? Did you have resolutions? Did you meet them? Did you miss them? Do you feel disappointed that you did not get everything you wanted to do done? And are you wondering if you should even bother trying things again this year? The new year is great for reflecting and planning. And part of the planning for a different outcome includes addressing the past. So as you reflect on what happened in 2023, The first step is to accept that what happened has happened. A lot of times people look back on what happened and they try to rewrite the story. If only I had done this or if only I had done that, then the outcome would have been better. This may very well be true, but if you are looking back with a lens of denial, not accepting that things actually turned out the way they did, then it prevents you from moving forward in a healthy way. A healthier way would be to accept that in 2023, you did not meet your resolutions and acknowledge any disappointment or other emotions that you may feel, but do not internalize those as a reflection of who you are. You are so much more than what you do or what you accomplish. And part of accepting is also recognizing that You did not live in isolation in 2023, and there are interactions with other people, events that happen in the world, in your environment that would have affected what you were able to do and what you were able to accomplish. We all know that the world has been through a lot in the last few years. We look at the news and we see the injustices, the wars, we see the distress, the pain of people all around the world, even in our community for some of us. And I am sure that you too have faced your own experiences. And in combination, all of this affects how we show up, our mental health, our outlook, our energy levels, and the ability to take action at different times. 
When you're reflecting on what you wanted to do in 2023, it's important to look back with kindness and love towards yourself. It's not about making excuses, but facing the reality of what your life was like, how you dealt with everything you had to face, and sometimes recognizing that circumstances were outside of your control. Because when life gets lifey, we have to adjust, we have to pivot, and make the best of the situation we're in. So take time to process the feelings and accept that 2023 turned out the way it turned out. And accepting does not mean you just have to live with things as they are without any future change. And this brings us to the next step. The second step is to take an inventory. We started this in the acceptance step and here we get to go a little bit deeper. For this step, you will go through each of your resolutions and make a note of what you accomplished, make a note of what obstacles you faced, how you dealt with both the accomplishments and the obstacles, and make a note of what you needed to learn to be able to do things differently or what additional support may have been missing. Here's an example. Let's say your resolution was to lose 10 pounds in the first half of 2023. You were prepared for the gym and it's January 1. So gym membership, check. Or home equipment, check. Meal plan, check. You're good to go. It's the first week of January, so you worked out four times for that week. Success. In week two, you were a bit sore and you had to give your body a little bit more time to recover, so you only worked out three times that week. The little voice in your head starts, well, you did not hit four times this week and you're already slipping. It's only week two. Ha, huh, you can't even make it for two weeks. What would February be like? You might as well just give up now and save yourself the disappointment. Pretty soon, you're listening to that voice and before you know it, you're working out less and less until you stop altogether trying to avoid disappointment. But guess what? You feel disappointed anyway. Can anyone identify with that? These mental gremlins are no joke. If you could look back and realize you succumb to negative thought patterns, then make a plan to address your thoughts so that you have a better experience going forward. In episodes 16 and 17, I talk about dealing with negative thoughts, so you can check that out for further reference. In reflection, if you recognize you could have benefited from getting additional supports, then look at what type of supports you would need. Would having an accountability partner help you? Do you need probably a fitness tracker to help you stay on target? Do you need a personal trainer to get you started or maybe even a group class because working out alone is not very motivating for you? Taking inventory is part of the growth process because everything you want to do sits on or works with the type of mindset that you have. If your mindset is off, it will make it even harder to do the things that you set out to do. The inventory is not only about what you did not do, but it is also important to look at what you did do. Sure, you may have set some resolutions at the beginning of the year and you may have met some and you may have missed others, but that would not have been your whole life. As I said, we are so much more than what we do. 
part of the inventory process is to take time to inventory how you grew and who you became. Some things you can ask yourself. What is the wisest decision you made in 2023? You can reflect on what it took to make that decision because if you understand what it took to make that decision, you can leverage that for other decision-making processes in the future. What was the biggest lesson you learned? What was the most impactful thing you did for someone else? Or what are you most proud of? What are you most grateful for? Or how did you step outside your comfort zone last year? There are so many other questions you can think of that would help you see how you have grown. And once you get the answers, write those down so you get it out of your head and you have a reference point that you can refer to later on when you need encouragement. I like doing this type of reflection because I get to learn more about myself, see how my skills have grown, understand my mindset more. And once I can identify with these good things, I keep them in my personal toolbox so that I can use in the future. The final step in dealing with any disappointments that you have faced because of missed resolutions in 2023 is to celebrate all that you are. It probably sounds a bit strange talking about celebrating when you are disappointed about not meeting your resolutions. And this is intentional. When you do the last part of the inventory, the growth section, you will see so much more than missed resolutions. I know when I've done this, I felt so encouraged about who I was becoming that it gave me more confidence to pursue future goals. I am at the place where I am more interested in who I am than what I do. I let what I do flow from who I am. So I prioritize becoming over doing. So at the end of any inventory or any year, I end up with a win-win situation. If I accomplish a goal I set, that's great, win. If I did not, but I learned something about myself, about others, about God, or about the world, still it's a win and I can leverage what I learn going forward. Now, this is a little bit of what I want to share with you in next week's episode, but that's okay. We'll dig deeper into it next week. And this is it. If you are disappointed that you did not meet your resolutions last year, Accept that 2023 is gone. What has happened, happened. Take inventory of what you did, what you did not do, but also take inventory of who you are becoming. What did you learn and how did you grow? Once you have this inventory done, celebrate who you have become or who you are becoming, what you learned, how you've developed in addition to what you did and what you accomplished. Yes, you may need to feel the emotions of the disappointment. That's part of human nature. But don't stay there. Recognize or even allow that feeling of disappointment to propel you to make changes so that you can have a better outcome this year. It is a new year and there are new opportunities. There are new possibilities. And you get to take into this year things that will support you better. Next week, I'll share how I approach New Year's and its goals. 
in a way that minimizes my disappointment come December 31st and I actually enjoy the learning and the growth. So come back again next week and let's delve deeper into this. Before you go, sister friend, did this podcast episode encourage, inspire, or teach you something new? If so, would you be so kind as to share it with another friend who needs help to overcome her childhood trauma? And don't forget to hop over to Apple Podcasts to leave a rating and a written review for the show. This way, the show can reach more sisters who need to hear it. Thank you for listening and know that I am cheering for your healing. I'll be back next week. So until then, take time to breathe and be blessed.